Welcome everybody to an episode of the Keepers of the Book. I'm your host, Miles, joined here with my guy, my brother, Woo-woo. Jordan. And yes, um, we were not around for last week, but have to That is actually my fault. I was on vacation. And no worries, no worries. So we are not going to skip a single beat. We are hitting the ground running. So originally we had planned for prologue to chapter 5. And just like last time, I think we had missed the episode of Elantris in the middle there. Um, that was for my surgery. Um, so we just lumped, you know, two sections together, two reading sections. So we're doing the same thing here. Um, instead of prologue to chapter five, we're doing prologue to chapter 12. So oh, yeah. That's how I like to read all of it at once. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> um, you know, uh, it's one of those things that, like, this book actually reads really well. Um, and that's actually one of the things I like about Sanderson's style, too. Say what you will about, you know, his prose is simplistic and whatnot, which I'm not going to get into that too much right now. But, like, I don't know. I mean, is... his universes that he creates are, I don't know, they're pretty sophisticated. I mean, yeah. I, I but think it's so. Just like, yeah, I agree that. Um, but when they people say prose, they mean more about like his writing style, right? Like his, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the words and stuff like that. Me personally, listen, man, I got limited time throughout the day that I put into reading. I wish I I had forty eight hours and only maybe three hours in the day to sleep necessary, and I could just <laughs> spend a, a bigger chunk of time reading. I, I wish Absolutely. I could, but you know I can't. So I don't want to sit there rereading a paragraph because. I want to dissect what the author is saying. No, God damn it. Just tell me what you want to tell me, and then let's move on. With my, with mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, um, and I'm not saying that there's not a place for those. It's, it's a straightforward more writing. Straight yeah, forward. exactly. And I'm not saying that there's not a place for that style of writing. There definitely absolutely is, right? People do like that poetic style of writing. And every now and then, Sanderson does throw in those lines, where which are just beautiful lines. And I, I do appreciate them. But, um, you know, I'm just not that point in my life where I can, where I'm looking for that yet. I, I do have my up to get to that because I know that there are some really, really beautiful, like beautifully written books where like sometimes you just kind of sit back and you're like, that was awesome. But, you know, like Absolutely. I said. I admit um, first Mistborn trilogy did it for me. I mean, there's moments in that trilogy where it was a, you know, I don't know, it, it's Vin and the fight with Zane. I mean, I sat back after that and I was like, that was yeah, freaking that, awesome. That, freaking that awesome. That reminded me of Last Airbender so much. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I have all these, I mean, like you were saying, you wish you had 48 hours and two days, to, you know, to read. And I yeah. have books up here that I would just enjoy. It's nonfiction and fiction. But, you know, I, I mean, I, yeah, I want to yeah. read back through the old Harry Potter series. Yeah, just stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. So, we, you know, I, I might be down to do that where we just do like one episode for one Harry Potter book. I might be able to do that just because I've read it <laughs> over, over, over again so many right. times. But yeah, let's get on to it. Um, prologue for Warbreaker. Um, and a quick summary of Warbreaker in the sense of like, you know, this is kind of like what you read in the mm-hmm. the, the dust jacket or the back of the book. Um And it really piqued my interest was that this is a story about preventing war. Rather right. than fighting it or starting it, it's like a ninja so I was back like, behind the scenes. And yeah, exactly. And I was like, "Huh, I'm 
And for whatever reason, with this one, I am very inclined to believe that it will be stopped. Like there won't be the, the at the end of the book won't end up like resulting in a war. Now no. it could be. Now I do know that there is a planned sequel for this. Um, and I did predict that there will. Uh, my current prediction right now is that there will not be a war. That they will succeed in preventing a war. Mm-hmm. The book. No more um, God King, maybe. I don't know. I haven't read yeah. far enough, but I mean, the way it's going and the way that I see it at this point, it's like, well, I don't know, God King, are you coming or going? Yeah. So, prologue. Um, Vasher is a prisoner, and, or, and he's here to kill Var. These the names here were kind of annoying. Um, Bar. Var. Var. Yeah. So, the magic system um, is okay um, so far. I still the Mistborn magic system. When you read the Mistborn magic system, I feel like everything else is a step down for that. Um, yeah, okay. I, I see. I can't. I can. I have to step away from that series. Yeah. So I can appreciate this magic system. I, yeah. Yeah, in to. its own, you know, in its individual, mm-hmm. um, like closed off area. But yeah, so you you breathe into something. You and, give it color almost. Yeah. So like uh, the way I understand it, and it's kind of like. Um, What's that book that just what everybody read in I want to say middle school, where they couldn't see color, mm, mm, and they were... that's been a long time. <laughs> I don't remember the giver, the giver. Ah, there you go. So that's Actually, what I you know. I... What the class that I was in, we chose a different book. Oh, okay. But we well, had to the... read. We had to read some of it in high school. Okay. Anyways, so the the, the concept of the giver for those of you who don't know. Yeah, spoilers for the giver coming up. Um, is that everyone? Uh, there's like no war. You know, everything is made equal. The land is flat. No one de- uh, experiences pain or anything like that, right? Uh, it's only good stuff essentially. Um, no one's allowed to see color mm-hmm. because um, I guess there are some people that are colorblind. Or that's roughly what I remember. I I may be butchering it. And they take these injections so that they don't feel that. But it's also wow. very crazy because, you know, if there's twins, they wouldn't be allowed to have twins. So, like, one baby would be killed off, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so, um, the way I see this magic system here is that when you uh, get more breath, your, I guess, your perception of color increases. That you see more shades of the same color. And from my and understanding like, is that you, you, will, you can get to different levels of awakening? I think. Yeah, that's what I was. That's the way I understood it at the beginning of the book is you can get more breath, but you can get to a certain awakening. But the only awakening that, like the top awakened, uh, I see I'm explaining it really raw, but it seems like the God King has the top level and then it goes yes. down from there depending on how many breath, uh, how many breaths, yeah, how much that breath you take. they have. But you have to yeah. take it from a person and they have to willingly give it to you. Yes, they don't want to give it. Yep. Um, That's actually so he demands, cool. Yeah, he demands a breath from Vahar. Uh, says that the tortures will get it from him eventually. And Vahar is being tortured by people... Uh, the Awakeners. That, that he destroyed... He vowed to destroy Halandran. Mm-hmm. So that Vahar himself is a rebel. He's the leader of the rebels. Which I believe... It's... It's weird because 
he's the re- he's a rebel himself, but I think he's vowing to destroy Halandrin. But I, th- I I feel like later they said that they, that Halandrin themselves were the rebels, right? The people who control Halandrin and Idris were the original royal family. Idris, that yep, fled. because of their color changing hair. Yeah, the Idrians, they had fled. They were the royal family, and they were the ones who were originally kings and queens. Mm-hmm. And they were overthrown, to my understanding. So is this like a perception thing? You know, like, this side thinks that they were the rebels, that the other side were the rebels, and, you know, the losing side also thought the other side of the rebels. Like, they each think the other side of the rebels, like, changing history. Exactly. So It I, always I'm, goes to the victor. Yeah, 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 exactly, right? Like, it's... Um, and then, you know, at the same time, Rebels also has, like, a nice ring to the masses, right? Where it's like, right. when you think Rebels, generally speaking, you think of a group fighting for the people, you know? Sticking it to the man kind of thing. Um, so, Vyra eventually uh, caves and gives his breath, and then Vasher kills Vyra. Yeah, thank saves, God, him from because, the, saves him from the torture. <laughs> yeah. Which, thank God, because I really have had to hate it seeing Vasher and Vahir's name pop up over and over. Right. Glad we only had to deal with with the two names. Yeah. And thankfully it's Vasher, not Var. Vahir. I. That's just. Var. Var. Let's just move on, because his name hopefully is not coming up again. Uh, So he's talking to his sword. Nightblood, which happens to be the name yeah. of the Warbreaker sequel planned. Um, so, 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 what's it's got to be? Well, obviously, if the sequel is about Nightblood or the creation, like, yeah, it's a black sword. So, obviously, somebody, I think my prediction is here it is somebody had a technique that they were breathing into the sword but ended up consuming themselves into the sword and somehow vasher came upon it but yeah. the sword's powerful because it can move on its own and has right its own and thoughts. that yeah he was breathing so much breath into it that he ended up breathing everything into it his own everything into consciousness it. yes yeah i can see that um honestly 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 when i thought of this and i didn't even watch a show that often when i was a kid dave's a barbarian on Disney. Oh my gosh. I have never seen that show. I, I've legit never seen an entire episode through and through. I just remember seeing it on like advertisements that would come up. Like in between. Because you know back then. Before DVR even. We could not skip ads. So right. we would have to sit through them. Um, huh. So D- Dave the Barbarian was an animated show. Where Dave the Barbarian. Had a talking sword. Um, oh. And this is. What I thought of. So moving forward, Nightblood in my head is an animated sword. Um, by the way, oh, this I an- do remember this. I do remember this. The sword was a female. Yes, yes. And he, she was always talking crap to him or something. Yes, because he's <laughs> yep. an idiot. Yeah. Yep. So, absolutely. Um, yeah. So by the way, this sword kills three people by itself. So yeah, we're dealing with, you know, bloodthirsty sword. Um, chapter one. So Siri is the youngest at 17, uh, daughter of the king, right? Mm-hmm. And he, then there's Fafin, Fafin, the middle the child, next younger, Ridger, the son, and then Vivena, the oldest. 
Yeah, so three girls and one son. The son is supposed to inherit, I thought. Um, yeah, because Vivenna is going to, is planned to be shipped off. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't turn out to be that clear cut. <laughs> so uh the the Vallis, So I'm I'm just gonna be shotgunning some information here and there. It's gonna sound again kind of jarring, but I'm just gonna knowledge drop. Mavalis, uh-huh. is the capital of Idris. Idris. Um, children are trying to avoid shameful outbursts of emotion. Question mark. I put that in because I was just like, like there. It, it felt to so, me it's like, like a Spartan. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like it felt to me almost like Idris was being painted as this, um, as a good guy, quote unquote. Right. Um, right. But they're the ones that suppress any sense of creativity and individualism and right free thought. And I was like, uh, yeah, and that 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 are is we that, the baddies, that, <laughs> right? And that threw me <laughs> off because from their perspective, nothing was wrong. But when you shoot over to Light Song's perspectives, it's like, woohoo, this world is you know. But we'll get to that. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, you know, uh, the way that I, I understand Idris's Idris's like kingdom, Idris. Um, it's so the, the the it's funny that the pronunciation of that in Arabic there is Idris, and then yeah, I know hmm. that there's also like Idris is also like you know oh, English. It doesn't but, matter. What? So I'm gonna be using those interchangeably. So keep up, audience. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I know I understand like their whole religion, the the god of colors, austere and Austra. All that stuff. Austra, okay. So they they don't like extravagance, right? They hmm. like things to be simple. Is that's what I'm gathering from seeing everything, right? They don't like they're they indifferent like about what's indifferent. I, I don't know about if it's indifference. I think it's more like they don't like extravagance and arrogance and like, you know, because I feel like that they think that if someone starts um, being too emotional, then they're going to start being too extra kind mm-hmm. of. So, yeah, it's one of those things that like I understand. And this is just based off my thought, like on what I think their religion is. I understand where they're coming from, but I think they've taken it too far kind of thing. Right. Um like having only the color belongs to Astra, not the rest of the people. Right, yeah. And that it's okay to feel, but you just can't feel too much. But then you take right. that to the extreme, and how do you define what too much is kind of thing? Right, absolutely. So it's, it's, one of the, it's, one, it's definitely one of the human, like, biggest downfalls of humans, I think, is that, you know, we, you tell someone, hey, you know, just do this in moderation. It's like, whoa, define moderation. It's like, dude, I'm not going to sit here and like, you know, give you a milligram per hour, like, you know, quantifiable measurement on how much you should of this emotion you should feel in an hour and whatnot. Exactly. So, you can't, you can't tell somebody how and what and when and where to do something like you have to figure that out on your own. Like what works yeah. for you? Yeah. On, on what, what level, right? Like if I just tell you, Hey, you should do this in moderation. It's up to you to kind of decide what moderation is for you. Right, right. You could go full so. bore right away and figure out that it's not for you. Do little and figure out that it's not for you, and then you find the right spot. Exactly, exactly. But it seems to me, 
and this is again, this is just chapter one or chapter 12. Uh, we're basing it off of, uh, um, it seems like they, they're not able to really define that for themselves. Right. They have to um, just, and they have to they just, just cut it all out. Yeah, exactly. They just cut it all out. Exactly. Um, so anyways, uh, their, their hair color is changed by emotion, which I thought was really cool, but that has to be really annoying when you're like in an <laughs> argument with somebody. What if you're taking like, a picture? <laughs> yeah. I guess so, they don't. On. I guess they don't. But then, okay, oh whatever. yeah, yeah. Well, I guess there's that. There's this is medieval times. Yeah. yeah. So they're um, the Halandrin uses demons and delve in necromancy. Apparently, so I was like, okay. Wait, so the, the Halandrin do cool. what against it? The so the way that the Idrians um, the lifeless like, they breathe yeah, yeah, one breath the, into a yeah, human they, being that died. Exactly. So they, uh, the way the Idrians talk about it is like, you know, I, I just listed it as like, oh, so the Alondrans like delve in demons and, and necromancy. Now, the only dark thing I could see so far is that the Alondrans do, in fact, have lifeless zombie-like soldiers, <laughs> which I would be more into necromancy, which I can understand why that's creepy, but in it of itself, I don't see why that's bad. Yeah, I guess. but it doesn't say they're like decaying. They're not decaying zombies. They're just like right. blank, blank slates almost. Yes, exactly. They don't feel or anything like that. But beyond that, they call them demons too. I think the Adrians call mm. Halandrans like dealing with demons. But I, I think that could just be propaganda. Probably. Um, but then uh, they have the the Awakeners. Those are also described as demons in there too. I'm almost positive. The Awakeners are... Yeah, uh, like it, the bad Halandrians. Halandrians. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah. So Daedalin is a king of Idris, and he's mm -hmm. meeting with Yarda, uh, which I think is like one of his generals or something like that. And so, you know, Vivenna is being sent to be married off to Susaborn, who is the god king of Halandrian. Um. So. Yeah, so he's marrying him off because this is part of the treaty, which is 20 years old. Um, and apparently there's an, another option, which, uh, what's his name? The good King Dedalin is considering, which I kind of figured out right away. Dedalin, okay. Mm -hmm. That he, I kind of figured out right away. I was like, don't do it, man. Um, I know. Which he does end up doing very quickly. Uh, but yeah, he, th he actually this, makes a pretty hastily like decision. Yeah, uh, th this story moved on th like from one like plot scene to the next very quickly, and I was very relieved to see that. You know, I, yep. I, I like that. It's I don't want it to be beating around the bush, and like it takes five chapters to get to the step that I was already expecting it to get to, kind of thing. Um. So, again, this part of the family had fled. To Idris after the mini war, which mm -hmm. that's a dumb name. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm upset with that. I, I didn't yeah, think I about like, that. Eh. Like, what is this? The sequel to the <laughs> A Lot War? I mean, like, what's on. after a lot and mini? Too many? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maximum war. I mean, oh gosh! Eh. All right, now we're now we're going off the rail. Yeah, it's like I was like eh, maybe it has something to do with like a name of a location or a god or something like it that. Just, but I was like, it still sounds funny when I think about on. it. Um, Sorry. 
Yeah, I mean, I, the guy who's created enough to come up with Alamancy named it many more. Like, uh, okay. but you know, not every word you write is going to be a hitter. So it's it's okay. Like, it's not. You can't have that's... every word perfect. Okay. Sure, sure. It's, yeah. It's yeah. Fine. So, anyways, he just he decides to send Siri instead, and this is literally the end of that chapter. So, yeah, the plot moves along very quickly. Oh, so, absolutely. It... And she's already sitting in the carriage in chapter two. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is happening? Um, Actually, Didelin, chapter one was long, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was, yeah, it was it fairly was. long. Fairly beefy. I uh, said, so Didelin is hoping that they don't kill Siri, which is like, you're not a great father, right? Yeah. Like, like I, I'm and, sorry, Maz. I could not send any of my children to go right. procreate with this humanless person. Okay, so okay, here's the thing, right? Um, There's a couple things wrong with it. Um, well, many things wrong with it. Uh, but he claims, and, and from his perspective, he's trying to, I think he's trying to rationalize to himself by claiming that it was a calculated move, that he did this on purpose to send Siri instead of Vivenna because this would buy them more time, right? Because right. when they realize Siri is a young one, they're going to wait a little bit, so this would buy them more time. And I, and I get right. that. But, and um, I'm also not going to hold it too much against him in that sense that, like, you know, in the medieval era, the royal families would do this a lot to keep peace between kingdoms and nations and tribes. They would marry off their daughters. So, you know, I'm, I'm not saying it was a good thing, right. but I'm not going to hold it against. But in this situation, I do firmly believe that Dedalin was, that Vivenna was just too precious to him. And he did, I think he did make the judgment call that I'd rather lose Siri than Vivenna. Yeah. Like I, I'm sorry, man. Like I, uh, again, it, it's and because and also it, the way that the the words were phrased, it, it definitely seemed more like he was trying to rationalize to himself that yeah, I don't want to lose Vivenna, you know, right? And and you know, I don't want to lose her. And of course, you know, it, it, it more most likely they're not going to hurt Siri, and you know, this might actually mm. even buy us more time. It's it's, it's the like queen, the, you know. Yeah, it's the um, what is it the the natural you know um, thing that people do when they do something wrong, where they start mm -hmm. they first defend themselves, then they start rationalizing what they right. did was right. Um, so I like the writing there was really good. Um, I think there's different ways you can interpret it, and so far I'm interpreting Dadelin to being a bad father. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Not good. So, so, so the mini war actually. Mm -hmm. It was a global global conflict on Nalthus Nalthus that involved. Wait, are you looking this up? Yes. Which 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 happened on Holodron on Holland nations of Holland. Yeah. So it happened in Holodron. Yeah. Don't we're gonna we might discover that later in the reading. Oh, I didn't say anything else. I just said it's one of the things that happened in the nations of Holland. Right. Holland. <laughs> Holland. That's what it looks like. Maybe that's where Holodron is. It's literally just Holland. No, I wanted to. I wanted to look up where it was. I thought it like I thought it was a war that started the nations, but it was just a war between the. the oh, okay. It was like an international war, I guess. I That's what okay. it says. And they did. They do imply that there's other nations other yes. than just. There's more information there, but that's what I did not share. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Still don't like the name, but. Okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just, it's, it's, yuck. But anyways, uh, Vivenna, um. She definitely seems jealous that she's not the one going. And 
because I she was bread. She was literally bread. Yeah, bread and butter. And I, I, I could see um, why she would be upset about you know like this is her purpose that was drilled into her mind right. since birth, but um, it was like one of those things that like I don't think she felt as bad about Siri being like shipped off, not so much as her not getting her shot kind of thing. You know what I mean? She, it was of, her it was her shot to show the I guess country that, you know, she was worth it. Yeah, exactly. I was like, come on. You know, Because like, she does bring up a point that she wants to change the politics. Yeah. And she's the one who's like prepped for it, right? And Siri's not prepped at all. She hasn't been taught anything. So that's not she's great. just a wildflower. Yeah. Um so Fafin is the middle sister and she is a monk. Uh, or yeah. I guess a nun. It, Do well, you have a female monk? Yeah. I mean, did she shave her head? Is that what's is that I don't I, don't I think know. it's let's just go with nun. I think they literally call her monk in the book though. They do. So I'm just gonna go with a monk for now until I'm corrected otherwise. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. Middle sister is a monk. And apparently every family tradition traditionally would send one of their children to the monasteries to serve, I guess, right? Which she offered up though. Yeah, yeah, she did offer up. Um now my only problem with this, and I'm talking about a realistic setting, not in a writing setting, writing sense, is why like it becomes a problem when you when the tradition becomes an expectation right like you uh every family sending one forward and let's just say one family decides you know what i only got two kids i don't feel like sending one of my kids to spend the rest of his life in a monastery right because you know unless my kid decides to do it that you know and he doesn't then he should like I, I'm gonna go out of my way and say that this family is probably gonna be looked down upon by the rest of society. Right. So, I don't like the setup they have here, but whatever. Moving on. Um, <laughs> so now it seems like Ravenna is gonna be the one inheriting the kingdom instead of Ridger, which I'm sure that's gonna cause no problems whatsoever. <laughs> uh, um. So, yeah. So, now Vivenna is starting to hatch a plan on how to get Siri back. Yes. While um, Siri is going berserk in the carriage. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. So, in in this, I think she, like, she started harassing some of her own soldiers, but then she mm-hmm. feels bad. And eventually, she's going to sit him on. It's no big deal. So, this is Enter, one of my favorite characters so far while we've been reading this. Light Song. Yep. I enjoy it. One of the returned. So, yeah, so Light Song is one of the capital R returned. And it's a people who were dead and then came back to life. And I guess their thing is God sends them back, which I'm confused about because they themselves are gods that returned are. Uh, so I don't know how that works yet. So awakeners can animate objects, objects. So it's those people who can like breathe the life into stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Larimer is his servant. Uh, 
is Light Song Servant. And priest, high priest. Yeah. And he's interviewing he's interviewing what's his face, Light Song, about, you know, mm-hmm. what it is that he saw or what it is he remembers and whatnot. From his dreams. Just, yeah. And I think for him he's thinking dreams, but I think Larimer is trying to draw the conclusion that um you know, his dreams are something that he remembers from before his death. Right. And it could and be important. Yeah. And all he remembers is a ship leaving without him in a Red Sea. Um, right. God, I love prophecies and dreams and stuff, man. I, yeah, you really get your mind flowing. Yeah, it's like you start drawing, you try and draw conclusions. Wheel of Time was very good about that. but I know, I tried to dive into like a summary of it, but they're very 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 long <laughs> yeah so light song is a god of a religion that he does not believe in and i'm like all right that and when i read that i was like okay this is gonna be my favorite character right here i can already see it um, right he's a smart ass no yeah and he so he absorbs a life force of a girl uh and i i guess that that's taking her breath essentially um and she doesn't die, but she becomes basically soulless. So to my understanding, she he took her soul. Yep. Um, so I guess she becomes a drab. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. That's the the term that they use. I I, I think of them as Hoid from Hoid. Yeah, from yep. Elantrius. I wonder if it turns silver this time though. Yeah. There's no Sipuku pool this time around. Not um, this time. <laughs> <laughs> so Light Song's looking at art. After he's done, the art is burned, which I'm like, well, that seems like a very massive waste of resources. Right. Um but the argument is that it's only meant for his eyes and certain priests. Um which again, it's like uh don't throw it away. Um, right, they keep it in a storage. I don't know. Yeah, freaking somewhere, or just send it back, and then that artist can sell it out somewhere. Um, so uh, he died five years ago, which I'm gonna try and. Uh, they've dropped years and timelines, so I'm gonna try and keep a close eye on timelines because I feel like that's gonna be very important moving forward. Yep. Uh, so series arriving later that day. Um, of the returned, only Susaborn can get married, which I and have kids, which is odd. very arbitrary. I can, I understand the kids part, but the whole only they can get married, I find that to be arbitrary and dumb. But again, yeah, this is true. Their religion, but he gives uh, Larimer control over the lifeless, um, which. Which is definitely going to come into play here soon. Um, and he's very interested in seeing Siri arrive. and Which is weird. Right? Because Light Song seems to be a kind of guy who doesn't really care about anything. But right. he's definitely, like, when Siri gets brought up, he, he it definitely piques his interest. And I wonder if that has something to do with his dream. His old, his old marriage or his old love or something. Right, right. Because let's just say, okay, let's see. He died five years ago. He, yeah, he died five years ago, right? Yeah, he died five years ago. So, 
that would put Vivenna or Siri at twelve, Vivenna at like fifteen. Right. Hmm. All right. Yeah, I still got nothing. So chapter five. Well, they did. They did. They did kind of pair off early back then too. You got to realize this is this is back. This is yeah, swords and shields and stuff. You that's know, true. It's medieval. Uh, that's definitely true. So chapter five. Vasher watches Siri enter the city, mm-hmm. and he was not expecting this at all. Um, and he's, he's caught off guard this, almost. Yeah. Um, so he's meeting with a priest, Bebid. 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 Yeah. Um, and he's basically blackmailing him. Um, and he wants to know which factions are pushing the war with Idris. Right. Um, which at that point, it would just be gods and the priests. Pushing the war, certain right? gods, because Light Song is not pushing for it. Can... Right, right. I'm just saying, it, but it wouldn't. There's no other people that would be in the court of gods besides that. Yeah, that, like yeah, different yeah. factions that follow their god. Sure. So, um, that Night Song, by the way, kills another guy. This time it was a thief that was trying to steal Night Song himself, itself. Nightblood. Um, Nightblood. Night. Night. Night Song. Nightblood. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he kills a thief that was trying to steal him. Um, and Light Song remembers more of his dream, uh, and it's this time it was the sea was red because it's reflecting the fire of Tetelir. Yeah, yeah, Tetelir. Yeah. Um, I okay. Another gripe: fantasy authors, like, please make your stuff easier to pronounce. Nah, this is true. And for the most part, Sanderson's actually really good at it. But right. the, this one's annoying. Um, but anyways, he believes uh, Idris doesn't need any other lands and are content with the ones that they have. Light Song does. Right. But that may not be an issue for, you know, the Warhawks over in Halandrin. Right. And so Chapter 6, Ceres sends her soldiers home. They, you know... Well, thank the um, Lord they sent them home because they probably would have died if they would have stayed alive. Yeah, I was like, man, I, th- it, I think she she was smart enough to realize, like, you know, they're not going to do her much good. She's at the heart of you know the enemy territory, mm-hmm. so better off they just go home and you know be with their families and whatnot. Which I was like, you know, I really respect that. Right. That is, I mean, that's. I mean, how could you not send them home? You just imagine they're going to die if they stay there. Yeah. Well, they may not have died. They they could like I'm sure like you know it's one of those things like a diplomacy kind of thing like mm, well, that's true. A general like like uh what's it called the embassies right right like a foreign embassy yeah. So you could have been treated like that, but you know right um tensions definitely seemed a little too high for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so so pretty much what I understood from chapter six is that. This is this whole part of her arriving there. They pretty much just strip her naked and clean her and examine her. Yep. Mm-hmm. So apparently, Susaborn was uh, stillborn, but he was returned. Which mm-hmm. I was like, well, damn. Um, yeah. So he pretty much like in the yeah. I just I find that a little odd too. Like somebody had to have breathed into him to bring him back, right? Is that how that works? I think the only way to come back to life like that is somebody to breathe it into you. At least that's 
that's my understanding of how the magic system works when it comes to the returning. Right. And when you're returning, yeah, no, I agree. And when you're returning, you're not returning with the same memories, right? Because I don't think White Song knows how he died. Yeah, but the priest does. Yeah, they explain in the book that the priest knows how he dies. We can't tell him. Mm. Yeah. So the God King, something, somebody, or maybe the parents, I don't know. Maybe they had this awake maybe they were heightened to the furthest level or something and i see that's that's my understanding is that somebody had to have pretty much performed a necromancy technique at this point to bring it back to life so is he just a shell i don't know yeah maybe it's a, maybe sure. it's a ruse i don't know but sure. continue about chapter six i apologize no you're good um that's that's definitely got me intrigued to read more. So, um, yeah, it's just, you know, they prepare her for Sisivorin and they just throw her into the room. <laughs> um, Good luck. They, yeah, and they basically tell her, you know, just keep bowing and don't look him in the eyes. And take it's your clothes like, off. Yeah. <laughs> that's so bad. That's so terrible. Like, yeah, so when I, was, when I was reading that, I listened to it too, which made it even worse. <laughs> Oh yeah. So when when what was this? How do you pronounce it? Lamar. Larimer. I, I said I said Larimer. Oh wait, the God King's. Susaborn. Sus. No, the God King's attendant. They call him Blue Fingers. Yeah, right? Blue Fingers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was the head scribe and steward. The conversation between them when he before she went into the room, I think that was that just that gave me that whole situation gave me really bad vibes. Like, just had a girl sitting there naked, like, just bowing. Like, no. That makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah. But, I don't know. That was just my thought. No, I agree. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, Siri is sitting there, terrified, waiting for Susan to do something, and then she, nothing happens. Like, she literally falls asleep on the floor. Um, yep. So, Light Song is a party when Larimer slash Scoot comes in. Um, <laughs> I love that nickname. Yeah, it reminds me of Spook. Oh, I miss Spook. I know, dude. I really want to. Oh, shucks. But we're um, going to finish this book, and I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Light Song. Um, yeah, is at a party when Blush Viewer comes in, and this is uh, Jordan's favorite character right here. And this, this, I'm telling you, buddy, this this lady's good looking. Yeah, I I know. <laughs> so her name is Blush Fever, um, which I'm not. Who gives these gods their names, right? Because um, I I highly doubt their that was their names that they originally died with before they became returned. Right. Don't look up Blush Weaver's picture on the internet. Just don't. Just, <laughs> that was all right. Continue. Sorry. Oh man. So. <laughs> So yeah, so she tries to seduce Light Song. It does not work, and <laughs> yeah, he pretty much he pretty much just makes fun of her. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Ooh, this is gonna get good." I, this is why I love Light Song, man. He, the way that he talks, it's just it reminds me of like every sarcastic character that I've always fallen in love with. Um, exactly, exactly. And he does see that he does say that Light Song was with a woman before named Calm Seer. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. 
So definitely going to look out for that one. I think she she's fight probably dead. Gods. <laughs> yeah, that, I think she's definitely dead at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And we find that Bushweaver is actually one of the gods who is pushing for the war with Idris. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a guy named Khalad had be- uh, Khalad had began mm-hmm. the many war, which led to royals running to the mountains, which you know, right, is now is modern day Idris. Idris. Uh, so Bloodfever is uh, she's worried about the downfall of the kingdom with Siri possibly giving birth to children, which I don't understand why that would be the downfall of the kingdom. What would change? Of, right, like. You know, I'm thinking from her perspective, like, kids are born, kill Siri, and then, you know, indoctrinate kids into your way of thinking. Like, I don't, I don't see sure. Chapter eight, Siri doesn't have anything to do day to day. This chapter, <laughs> honestly, wasn't really much. She it was, was just, she, yeah, there, there's nothing much here. She's, um, um, she does infer from something that Bluefinger says, though, that they, um, that the Halandrans never thought that Idris would actually honor the deal of sending Vivenna. Mm-hmm. That um, was interesting. So I have that marked. If that's the case, that means that they're probably getting ready for, they were probably getting ready for a war anyways. Right. Right. Like, so, and they already showed the troops. <laughs> I mean, yeah. When Siri pulled up, they had what? 400 K. Yeah. Lifeless. And many of them out. are, what was it? The, the lifeless, the necromancer, the skeleton warriors. Yeah, just so, like in uh, like in uh, Emperor Soul, the 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 guy uh, with the he summoned the skeleton warriors if she left the room because he left a blood seal. Yep, yep, yeah. Mm. Good, so good read. <laughs> yeah. So that was it for chapter eight. Oh, um, another thing is that she can't leave the palace of gods ever. So, so she gets really kind of mad. Yeah, I mean that sucks. Um, hostile territory. You now you're in a different kingdom and you can't ever leave the palace. But I mean, there's worse places to be essentially imprisoned in, right? Than a palace. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, nothing has happened yet. And I, it's one of those things that, like, I felt like Siri was going into this thinking that it's going to be very scary for her. And she's just over, like taken aback with how beautiful everything is and everything, and like how nice the colors look and you know she expected to be treated a certain way and so far we have yet to see that kind of treatment again showing the propaganda and everything that she's been subjected to um i mean she still has to lay naked in front of the god king every night though for sure um of which he has yet to say or do anything um right so I don't even Didn't know he... if they know what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. The, the, the fingers priest. and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Like, what is, was... does he have his pants on? Like, come on. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. So, chapter nine. Vivenna is plotting and she's meeting with Parlin in Tetelir, which is a mm-hmm. city in Halandan territory, by the way. Yep. Um, which, that's the city that, you know, Light Song sees on fire. Um, right. So she thinks her father decided Vena Vivena was too important um to send. Right. Well, um, she goes anyways. Yeah, and 
Which again, it seems like Vivenna is like, I think you're a little arrogant in my opinion. It's like, you know, uh, my father realized I was too important. That's why he didn't send me. Like, right. Eh. Which, the funny thing is, she might actually be right. Like, Vivenna, like we were just complaining about how Dedellin, um, you know, he think, uh, he tried to make excuses as to why he sent Siri instead of Vivenna. But anyways, um, she wants to smuggle Siri out. And she's planning to meet with a spy named Lemex. Right. He's a spy for Idris. And two mercenaries, Dent <laughs> and Tonk Fa, arrive. Yeah. That's and right. they're claiming that they're going to kill her. Yeah, they're um, joking with her. And it's like, yeah. It's just, they're like, oh, it's just our humor. And she's like, really? Like, <laughs> yeah. If this, um, this, uh, chapter eight would have been the stopping point for the last one. Um, honestly, and, you know, we're going to chapter 12 today. Chapter, if we had started chapter nine, it would have been the perfect place to stop on. But we didn't. So here we go. Chapter 10, uh, mercenaries turned out to be joking. <laughs> they were just messing with it. Yeah, Which I was on. like, holy crap. Um, because, you know, they're in enemy territory, right? They're going to have to right. make a run for it if they've been attacked or gotten into a right. fight. And they were so, eating your food, too. Yeah. So they're actually mercenaries who work for Lemex. And apparently he's really, really sick. Um, and he sends a message. And... Uh, he says the password in the letter. And I remember when I first read the letter, I'm like, well, come on now. Why would you say the password in the letter? But then Vivana says that the password was that the word measure, which was just used in a sentence. I was yep. like, Ooh, that's cool. I enjoyed that's, that. That was cool. That was a sneaky little trick he put in yeah. there. I, I was, I thought I was like, man, this seems so lazy by Sanderson, but he addressed it so instantly. I was like, "Okay, pretty cool." Um, no, I I enjoy. I like this little. That's like, that's like some spy stuff, you know. It's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's technically what he was. Yeah. No, but but it definitely, like, it's one of those things that like it's. It took me out of the book for a second, and then it put me right back in, and it gave me like a sense of like, okay, Sanderson, I see you. You know, uh, you, you impressed me again. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. You're good at this. Um, so Lemex is dying and he's begging Vivenna or sorry, Vivenna at this point is begging him for information on his spy network. Right. Um, like, you know, the password. She needs and, it. Yep. She yeah. She needs all of it. Uh, the, the list of spies and the, all that stuff, locations, right. passwords, everything. Um, and he and wants she's like, to give, give it her, to me now. Give it to me now. Right, and he's like has dementia and all that stuff. Pretty so much. he um he he wants to give all the breath to Vivenna, and he feels bad because you know in their religion they're not this is looked down upon. This is considered basically a sin, right? Um, right. So he forcefully gives her breath to Vivenna, uh, which I didn't know you could do. I thought I guess only the giver can give it it's only only the giver can consent to giving it but the the receiver does not have to consent it seems like no it's just they just have to they just have to be given yeah you're right so chapter 11 um series not allowed to go out (laughs) sushi born still has not touched her at all i know Uh, 
Now it's just like teasing at this point. Yeah, it's like hmm. now I'm starting to think of Susaborn as that um, and Attack on Titan, Attack on Titan chapter uh, season three spoilers. That king from Attack on Titan, you know, yeah. where he's just sitting there, you know, just leaning on his arm. Yeah, and you're just like, man, what's he gonna do? What's he gonna do? And you turn out, right? He's fake. He's like um, not even a real king. Yeah, that's what I feel like that Susaborn is right now. Just he's just like, playing a role. Yeah, he he just. Filling in a spot. He's a front man. Um, so Blue Fingers gives her an ominous warning about, like, you know, they're not. Be really, careful. That Yeah, be careful. Things are, may not be what they seem. I'm like, okay, right, well, that makes thanks. me even seem. That makes yeah, me. Like, that right there told me, hey, something's wrong with the God King. Right. And, well, um, you know, that was just incredibly vague. And I'm like, well, me as a reader, I know things are not what they seem ever anyways, right. especially with Sanderson. So I was like, okay, fine. He gave us a cookie. He yeah. cookie out of the jar. Yeah, it was a, it was a throwaway. Um, but yeah. Um, and she confronts him. Siri does. Which she yells I, at him. Yeah, she yells at him. And I'm like, you go. You go, girl. That was you awesome. just did it. You did it. That just keep good. going. <laughs> um, and I knew he wouldn't do anything, too. That... Like, maybe I don't think I'm very, you know, good at predicting or anything. I just feel like it was kind of obvious that he wasn't going to do anything right now. So, chapter 12. Well, it says says at the end that he gets up at his, like, when she was naked on the floor, she looked up at the God King. And he gets up and leaves at the same time. Because usually her head's down. But this time she's looking up, and he just gets up at the same time every night. So that's weird. like, Because that would be like a lifeless command. Like somebody gave him a lifeless command. Right. And he just does it every time, every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. So interested to see where that goes. So chapter 12, Light Song is answering his followers when he he suddenly just rushes out. This chapter kind of confused me. I, I... Right. I wonder if you picked up on different things than I did. Um, so, gods can live, can, can sorry, gods can give up their life to save one person, right? Yes, it's a trade. Um, and but I guess then they become returned, right? I think so. I think that's how it works. Because doesn't it explain in this chapter, life songs kind of how he died? Did doesn't it? his doesn't his priest tell him that he? I remember it. Uh, I'm not going to give it away, but I think it does. No, no, go ahead. If it's chapter 12. I, I, I don't remember. I don't remember full. I didn't read past chapter 12, so I don't know. No, go ahead. I mean, we're, if you didn't I, read I past say that he, I want to say that he died of a stomach cramp. Wow, that's lame. Yeah. <laughs> but, so if the return are those who died. So they said that the return are those who died. And then right. they came back and blessed Through us, another is, return. Through another return, right, exactly. another return yeah. to give it to him. So, but then that return had to die, right? Mm-hmm. For example, for Light Song to come back, another guy had to give up his breath, essentially, into Light Song. Light Song would come back as a as Light Song as a god, and right. then not remember the original one. Yeah, exactly. And the first one would die. Now, um, and they, I think they explain. I almost probably explained that they returned because they have unfinished business supposedly that's what the religion teaches right um so it's 
So my question he's, becomes, if Susaborn was a stillborn, does that mean like maybe his father gave up his life so Susaborn could live? It, it's that's what I'm saying. It has to seem that way because in this but, chapter, Lotsong goes into that inner monologue about like what his usefulness is to the world, and he's a god, and he seems uh, he doesn't seem useful, but he's a god. Right, and but my my problem though is that they believe that. Um, you know, the way that they, they treat them like gods because these returned have seen what it's like to be on the other side of death and they can come back with knowledge. Right. But it seems counterintuitive to not then also tell these returned how it is that they originally died. Like, if you want knowledge of what happens after death, wouldn't you want to do this whole cross-pollination of knowledge and just really, you know, get everything out of it that you can? I, I, you get what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm, I'm confused. Like, It's like a dang if you do, dang if you don't. Yeah, it's just like, I'm, I feel like you're not using all your resources here. Um, like, and apparently, he has more resources than he thinks to get stuff done. Like, all those priests that, that they say he has? Which is weird because uh, Light Song, they said that, like, you know, all these gods come back with goals on what it is they need, that they need to get done. Like, they have a goal to accomplish, and that's why they came back to life, essentially. But Light Song doesn't know his own. And his whole personality is that he just doesn't care. So, again, what? <laughs> What's happening? That's crazy. Um, exactly. Like, what? We don't, we don't know enough yet to make an yeah. educated guess. Yeah, so I'm really liking that. Um, the court that decided to get the Idrian princess, which is Vivenna, isn't around anymore. And that court was around 20 years ago, which really got me thinking that, like, that throws everything out, right? Because it wasn't even Blush Reaver that she was part of that court that, you know, negotiated to bring Vivenna over. So, agendas change, right? We, we know this with politics, right? Mm-hmm. Um, senators, representatives, presidents, all these people that get voted in and out of office, so it's a rotating door, right? Right, you're just coming uh, in and out, but nothing's really changing. Right, and um, but different politicians are coming in and out, so there's different agendas that are going in and out. Uh, and that seems to be the case here, uh, which... Yeah, I'm. I, I haven't, which I can't exactly make a connection yet. So I think maybe the gods that existed 20 years ago, they wanted to prevent the war as well. But now, you know, over time, maybe complacency, maybe, you know, newer generations, they don't realize how bloody war is, how, how, how high the cost of war is. Right. So they're more, you know, willing to spend that or risk that outcome uh so i think that's that that could be what sanderson's trying to aim for here which i really like um so that about covers it for that episode that was prologue to chapter 12 i think um, i think the beginning the, the the beginning of this book is going to set us up for a, a good story to because they're already kind of hitting oh, yeah. the ground running so i'm uh, very excited i I'm am a little disappointed come back I am a little disappointed that this book is now broken up into parts 
like the other right. Tennyson novels were, but I don't care. This book's already off to a much better start than Elantris. Uh, yep. yep. So, yep. Until and next time. Oh, go ahead, sorry. I was just like, well, hopefully we get to see our boy Vasher here come back up and we get a little more backstory on him. Yeah, that... I need to see more Vasher. I need to see more Nightblood, which... Oof. I mean, I know we will, considering, you know, sequel. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, until next time, everybody. Uh, chapters 13 to 19 for the next episode. So, stick Ooh. around for that. Uh, I'm very excited to move forward. But, yeah, until next time, everybody. Thank you, everyone. Later.